Good morning. Welcome to Chapel. I'm Pastor Walther from Good Shepherd in Collinsville. Two key words for you guys to be thinking about this morning, faith and feelings. We make our beginning in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, bless our worship time this morning. Bless us with the Holy Spirit to hear your words and to uh, be changed by them and led by them, saved by them in Christ. In his name we pray, amen. Two readings, uh, both from Romans, uh, from chapter 7, Paul writes, I do not understand my actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin who dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do not do what I want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. And then skipping down to Romans 8, the opposite side of the issue. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The world tells us consistently that we should live and follow our hearts. If I just do a search on the internet right now, I'll come up with all kinds of things, like how to follow your heart. WikiHow, 15 steps with pictures. 35 inspirational quotes about following your heart. Psychology Today, should you follow your head or your heart? The world from Disney, to Hallmark movies, and in many other ways, uh, tells us this is the way to live your life. Follow your heart. The Bible says just the opposite. Proverbs 28, verse 26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. Jeremiah 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? When a little child gets caught doing something wrong, when mom and dad or the teacher come to confront them about it, and and when they're asked, why did you do this? The most common answer is, I don't know. If they're pressed a little bit further and say, well, you knew this was wrong, so why did you just go ahead and do it? Well, they might get a little uh, rebellious and say something like, well, because I felt like it. Or if it was something they should have done, like their homework, but they didn't do it, a common response would be, I didn't feel like doing it. Human beings are always a mixture of good and bad. There's always a a part of us that uh, we're struggling with. Uh, Before we become Christians, and this doesn't mean we're the worst person in the world by any means, but before we become Christians, the bad part ultimately always wins out. But when we become Christians, 
That's the one thing that changes. Not that we're perfectly good, not that we have no problems anymore with sin. That's why Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer to pray, forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're always going to be struggling against sin, but the difference is that in Christ, the bad doesn't have the upper hand anymore. Paul tells us we're no longer slaves. It doesn't reign in our bodies. We have dominion over that. There are two really important and very powerful stories in the Old Testament about this issue of following your heart or living by faith and wisdom. The first is the rape of Tamar by her half-brother Amnon. This would be in the book, Sunday School's Stories You Never Heard in Sunday School. Amnon had the hots for his half-sister, Tamar. It was so bad, the Bible tells us that Amnon got sick. He was just sick about this. And a friend of his said, you're the king's son. There's no reason why you should be sick about this. You can have any girl you want. So they came up with this scheme, since he was pretending or basically was sick because of his weird feelings going on in his heart. They got Tamar to bring food to him. And when she brought the food into the room and they were all by themselves, Amnon grabbed her and raped her. Now here's the part that really gets weird. After he raped her, the Bible says that he hated her more than he loved her. That's a sign of some really warped and messed up feelings. That's what happens to us when feelings are dominated by sin. There's another story that's just the opposite of that one though, and that's the attempted, they both have to do with sex, so I don't know why, but the attempted uh, seduction of Joseph. You might remember this story a little bit more. I think we usually do get to this one in Sunday school. So Joseph had been sold into slavery by his brothers, and he was not having a very good life. He was uh, put in charge of this guy's household. The guy's name was Potiphar. And Potiphar trusted Joseph so much that he didn't care. He could leave the country. He could leave his house everything would be okay. This is how good a guy Joseph was. Well, now in this story, it's Potiphar's wife that has the hots for Joseph. The Bible says he was a handsome man. So day after day, Potiphar's wife is trying to seduce him. Come lie with me. Now this is when you would think, here's this guy Joseph, he's just gotten one raw deal after another, He's sold into slavery. He's not by his family. If there was ever a person that could say, God has abandoned me and I don't care about his laws anymore, it would have been Joseph. But Joseph didn't do that. Joseph was a man who didn't trust his feelings, but rather trusted in God. And one of the famous lines in that story is when Joseph says to Potiphar's wife, how can I do this? How can I sin against God? The one I've been crying out to, the one who has been saving me, the one who has kept me alive to this very day. Well, again, just like Amnon, 
when Joseph resisted her and ran away and she tore off his cloak, the so-called love that she had for him immediately turned to hatred and she blamed him of attempting to rape her, which caused then Joseph to be thrown in prison. Both stories are about feelings and faith. In the first, Amnon had the feelings, but not the faith. In the second, Joseph had the faith, and he resisted whatever feelings there might have been in his heart. This is why it's so important for us to care about our feelings. Originally, feelings were good when God created us, but when sin came into the world, they got mixed up. And when our feelings go against what we know is right, we know, according to God's word, an example after example, that we need to trust in him. But how do we do that? Well, we are doing it right now. We come to listen to God's word. It calls us to repent. We fight the battles of sin in the little skirmishes so that they don't turn into the great big ones in our life. We believe his word. We're obeying his word. We're trusting in him. We ask for his help in times of trouble. Guide me. Lead me. Help me. And if we can, we flee whatever situation we might be in, a situation that may be powerfully affecting our feelings, and we should rather go to work on something else, something a little better, something a little more beneficial, something that would give glory to God. God help all of us to do that, to trust in Christ, to live by faith, to walk wisely, as Proverbs 28, 26 says, and we will be delivered. Let's close with our prayer and our closing hymn. Dear Lord, thank you for these good words and thank you for being our Savior. You uh, gave your life as a sacrifice for our sin to free us from its dominion. And you also send your Holy Spirit to help us in all the battles we have with temptation. We pray that you would bless us and help us. We know that we won't win all of them, but we know that you will help us to prevail ultimately over them. Help us to do that, Lord, consistently, to listen carefully, to repent, to believe, to obey. And bless us today at Metro East Lutheran High School and this weekend and all the things we'll be doing. May we, in all that we do, give you the glory. We ask this in your name who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you all. Amen. Our closing hymn is hymn 411, God's Own Child.